welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, plus some that aren't in the MCU sometimes. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And uh, this Christmas, we are covering a movie that we usually uh, cover movies that star the men in red, you know, our Deadpools, our Daredevils. But this year, we'll go with our version of Mrs. Claus, a.k.a. Elektra. Um, we're covering the 2005 Electra movie, premiered January 14th, 2005. And um, before we jump in, we'll do our usual IMDb summary. Electra, the warrior, survives a near-death experience, becomes an assassin for hire, and tries to protect her two latest targets, a single father and his young daughter, from a group of supernatural assassins. So I did not look at that summary ahead of time, but that is already really wrong. She she actually died. It wasn't near death. Like yes. they even say that in the movie. <laughs> and there's no comma. So it's, uh, Electra the warrior survives a near death experience. Comma becomes an assassin for hire. Comma and trusts. It's not grammatically correct, <laughs> or I don't know, punctuationally correct. I don't know. Yeah, it, I feel like there's a, a better phrase for that. But yeah, you're right. Um, all right. I, I was going to read a little bit of a recap of a reminder of what happened to Elektra in the mm-hmm. previous movie she was in, but that one already just kind of said everything. Um, yes. So I'm just going to jump into the next thing. Hey, Tony, um, I have yeah. like two questions for you about this movie. Um, okay. Before we actually jump into this and start talking about it. So we were just kind of sitting down and thinking like, what should be our next Christmas related movie? And... Uh, you know, once you said Electra, I was like, yes, I'm in. Um, did you know that there was a Christmas scene in this movie? I did not. I We got completely lucky. I mean, <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. It's, it's another superhero Christmas movie. We, like Iron Man 3 and Batman Returns, uh, apparently Electra goes in that group too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, someday we'll we'll run out of movies and we'll, we'll probably do like a Batman Returns, but we, we've got time. We've got plenty of years. It's, it's a long time before we jump over to DC, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, yeah, because I completely forgot about the Christmas scene, too. Um, and then related to that question, Tony, how much of this movie did you actually remember? Um. Okay. I remember the scene where she's in a dark room fighting sandbags then i remember that was some daredevil (laughs) (laughs) um um, i do have vague memory because i saw this in theaters this is not lying okay i don't have the blade trilogy Uh but this is the only other marvel property that they made a movie in in the 21st century that i do not own on dvd (laughs) (laughs) ah Yes. All right. Um, I have a vague memory of her being in a cabin, like a, a lake house cabin, like she is in this movie. I vaguely remember that. I do not know why that part sticks in my mind, because it's the most like boring thing. But that's like, when I think of Electra, that's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> so... I only remember two parts of this movie, mm-hmm. and it turns out, like you, one of them was wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so one part that I remember was when she meets Stick, and he's playing pool. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I also thought that was like one of the first scenes of the movie, not halfway through. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I remember is that scene where she takes the guy and his daughter to her agent's house. I remember the house. And I also remember a lot more happening at the house, like the house blowing up or something. But that didn't even happen in this movie. So I don't mm-hmm. even know where that came from. Well, at least you remember something that was actually in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we both remember Electra was in it. So we've got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So um, I guess we can just kind of jump in. So as a reminder to everyone how we do these sort of special episodes, uh, we like to do our uh, top three. It doesn't have to be top three good things, just top three uh things that we want to talk about is essentially what it is and um this is complete spoilers for the movie um and then i guess tony we usually talk about this but we didn't this time are we doing spoilers for all the mcu what what are we doing here um well i don't think it's likely we'll bring it up but if it does come up i think it's spoilers for daredevil season two um defenders and iron fist right because there are elements of all three of those things in this movie okay that's fair that works for me i don't know if it Um, will come up but if it does warnings (laughs) okay yeah Yeah. and then definitely anything else we've already talked about in our podcast is up for you okay cool because i i I have something a little bit from uh daredevil so that's it it's for daredevil season one i mean all right so, um, do you want to go first, or I go first, or we flip a coin? Um, do, do you have a coin to flip? Ooh, I have a coin to flip. Okay. Um, it's it's numbered one or two, however, so um, you're going to have to call it in the air. And right. call it. Two. It is two. All right. What does that mean? Do you go first? or do I'll go first. first. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we should have established that beforehand, but I'll just go first. <laughs> Sounds good. Go for it. Um, I'm going to start with the... Like almost almost the beginning of the movie, not the exact first scene, but the first assassinations where we see her cool powers. Or I say cool, but they're in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> um first thing that took me by surprise, and I actually had to stop and look it up, was that the target is Jason Isaacs of Harry Potter and I guess Star Trek Discovery and probably other things fame. Uh-huh. So I, I know I recognized him, but yeah. I didn't remember who what he was from. Who was he in Harry Potter? Uh, Lucius Malfoy, um, Draco's father. Oh, wow. I super did not recognize him. And I still don't. I'm imagining them together, like, next to each other. Yeah. He looks different. Um, I don't know if you watched Star Trek Discovery, but it's very. he looks more normal in that. <laughs> so it oh, looks like okay. him. <laughs> He's also apparently uncredited. Like, he didn't want his name on this movie, or what? I don't know what. <laughs> Also, James Bond. He's in... No, that's Ray Fiennes. That's Voldemort. Never mind. <laughs> Maybe a James Bond. He seems like a James Bond type guy. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> we hear very John Wicky of like, oh my god, this terrible person comes in and there's no survivors. Well, if there's no survivors, how do you get the stories out? But, <laughs> and we finally see her um, Electra, uh, Jennifer Garner, fighting instead of her very impractical leather outfit from Daredevil, she's in lingerie for some reason. Um, 
But the thing I really want to talk about is her one of her new powers. She breaks <laughs> in. She does. I get. Uh, she talks to Ray Fines, Ray, or not Ray Fines, um, <laughs> Jason Isaacs, whose back is to her, and suddenly she goes up and whispers in his ear, teleports there, and then teleports back, and then shoot, throws the sigh and kills him. Which I thought, hey, maybe it's just like a crappy version of like for effect. It's like she's right there next to his ear. But in actuality, she can teleport. <laughs> so she just did that for no reason. <laughs> uh, all right, Tony. So before we started, you said you were worried that we'd pick the same three things. Yes. Um, this is um, one of my alternates. Okay. However, a lot of what you just said links directly into into what i have um so i'm just gonna say a little part of my uh one of mine with uh with what you're saying here um so you're saying teleportation i assumed it was some sort of like really fast movement like um like wonder woman has we see her in uh well the wonder woman movie when she like is dodging everything and running around really quickly i maybe but you never see her move there's no evidence that she's moving really fast. It's just she's there, and then she's on the other side. Like, literally, I think she did that. Did she do that to the girl later in the movie? Yeah. So I was okay. going to bring that up. This, okay. this thing that she part. does <laughs> yeah. only happens two times. <laughs> and and they make a point of showing it twice. <laughs> like, like, I, why? She, and, and neither of those two times, does she really use it in combat? No, like the first scene, you can kind of say sorta, but but no, she's she's completely safe. She doesn't actually have to do that. She just wants to whisper into that guy's ear for effect. <laughs> yeah, and then throw it across the room. Beside, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you actually bring up Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was watching this to give people exactly the date we um we I watched this. Mm-hmm. In the middle of me watching this, I get an alert on my phone that the new Wonder Woman 1984 trailer is coming out, which is a movie I'm really hyped for because I love Wonder Woman, um, the first movie. So I paused this and watched the trailer, saw that the awesome scenes in the trailer, saw um, Wonder Woman doing amazing things with her lasso, literally swinging from lightning bolt to lightning bolt, seeing her <laughs> in her outfit from Kingdom Come. And then I have to go back and watch the rest of this. It was just painful. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one and a half minute trailer was better than the entirety of this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw the trailer like three hours after I watched the movie. So I was at least a little bit better. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, man, I am super looking forward to that movie now. Oh, so am I. All right, talk, back to talking about. <laughs> and so, oh, well, one more thing. You oh, look yeah. at this, and you look at Catwoman, the Halle Berry movie. You kind of almost understand why there isn't another big female movie, superhero movie, until Wonder Woman, because they just screwed up these two so bad. So I've never seen the Catwoman one, but don't. I I don't. Oh, okay, that's that's what I've heard. Like I remember being a teenager i was like oh yeah i kind of want to go see that and i just never got around to and everyone was saying it's horrible so yeah well you know if it gets to be um that scraping that bottom of the barrel 
we could probably link that somehow to a Christmas movie. <laughs> I, it's been a very hell, hell. Well, I'm not sure if we're going to bring it up. We'll bring it up. But this is almost a Christmas movie. <laughs> the, wait, this uh, the Electra. Electra. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we we yeah. kind of mentioned that at the beginning, right? Or D- yes. Did we? Oh, yeah. Okay. We, oh. All right. <laughs> um. Although going back to the point that you just had about you know the the two female superhero movies, I don't know. There have been a lot of bad ones with guys. Now, yeah, I know that that's um, the uh, ah, what's the double standard right there. Mm-hmm. So I understand why guys kept getting that chance, but there there was a just <laughs> just a lot of bad superhero movies in general that I'm kind of surprised that we we got this far with the MCU that it like was that this great that's true that's true i mean um we had the daredevil movie and then it got a spin-off <laughs> how did that happen <laughs> i don't i <laughs> i don't know oh <laughs> uh, all right well i guess we can go to your first one yeah that sounds good so i already kind of hinted at it a little bit mm-hmm. uh but my number one is just all around electra's powers that she has throughout this movie so we kind of talked about this. Uh, I guess at this point, I'll agree with you, her teleportation that she never uses for combat. Mm-hmm. Um, she can see into the future a little bit, which is kind of cool. Um, and I, it, it never really hit me, like, you know, from when I watched the movie before. But like, but now I'm watching this and I'm thinking, like, she's using that, like, kind of at will. She she just, like, da-da-da, oh, this is going to happen. All right, like like something else is just feeding her this stuff. I'm, I'm trying to imagine, or it's like a sense at this point, like it's just kind of a, a standard thing that she's always doing, like looking at the future. I don't fully understand how that works. Um, at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. she can bring people back to life, so I guess she's becoming a master of the uh, thing I already forgot what the name was. Kimagori? Is that what Kimagori, yeah. Yeah. Um, we talk about Kimagori, or I have written a note about Kimagori mm-hmm. um, for probably one of my alternates that hopefully I don't have to get to. Um, <laughs> um, when she's talking to the girl, Abby, about Kimaguri, it says, okay. she says, it allows you to see the, fu- see the future and really high trained people can bring people back from the dead with it. Those are not related powers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not, it's not like I've got my, I don't know, um, a blow dryer. I could put it on high, and it will dry my hair. And I put on super high. I could use it as a spaceship. Those aren't related <laughs> things. <laughs> That's that is true. <laughs> uh, uh. And then the last thing I wanted to bring up is that apparently she can throw her sigh like a hundred feet through shrubbery, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Um, <laughs> and. And I guess is really effective when she can see into the future and knows where to throw it. Um, so at this point, I don't know who has a, a, a overall better power. Uh, her being able to look into the future or Daredevil just flat out always knowing where someone is. Because his is a bit more in the present and mm-hmm. hers, I don't know, is 100% always going on. So I'm a little curious on that, how that those kind of match up. Well, I... I bet I think Daredevil's is better because it always works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of um, where I was leaning. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Actually, talk, let's talk about a time where it doesn't work with my next one. Oh, okay. Well, then let's go uh, to your number two. Um, let's talk about the fight in the forest against uh-huh. those, what, four or five members of the hand? Uh-huh. Um, where Electra, she really doesn't do anything. Um, she Okay, so we've got uh, Stone, who's actually has a brief cameo in a Daredevil TV show episode, but never does anything with him. Okay. Tony, can, before we really go into your number two, Mm -hmm. um, how, how much are you talking about their powers? Um, Of these, of these kind of breaking them down. Are you, is that one of yours? Yeah. Can I, can I really talk about them just a little bit really quickly? Go ahead. Okay. So I just wanted to, to like list them off because this was going to be one of mine, but now I have to, Accent, but I, I really just like how the um, how the eclectic powers of all of mm-hmm. them had. You had big tattoo guy, you had a poison ivy. Um, I think there was a wolfman. I di- I really did not understand who this mm-hmm. other guy was, uh, but he he only showed up for a little bit. You have the guy that's invincible to everything except paper cuts, and evil samurai Jack. Fair. I I wrote. They're based on the four um, major elemental powers. Kirigi is air. Mm-hmm. Stone is earth. Tattoo is the power of tattoos, and ta- typhoid is the power of bad breath. The four elemental powers. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, she's fighting stone. Who you know the power of Earth? Uh-huh. Um, the Psy, her Psy, shatters against him. Okay, um, and he throws a club at her so hard, doesn't destroy the wooden club. It shatters the tree. Yep, makes the club's completely fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So Electra proceeds to run on the tree, and the tree falls and kills him, with no help from Electra, at all. Electra just made sure she didn't get squished by the tree. He murdered himself. Um, I will give a little bit of credit to mm-hmm. the the girl and her dad. Because the only reason that the stone guy was standing right there is because he was chasing the two of them. Okay. And and that's it. That's like closest, best, best thing right there. Yeah, but he would chase them anyway and it's really stone's fault for destroying that tree (laughs) that is true he he kind of should have looked up at some point yeah (laughs) and then um al why do they turn to green smoke when they die um i'm out of ideas Okay. <laughs> I'm you, glad you are, rattled those off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, if I were to make one up right now on the spot, mm-hmm. I would say that it's because whoever made the movie wanted a cool ninja-like effect, and so um, smoke bombs are a ninja thing, so maybe a green smoke bomb means the ninja died. So mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I thought this was just a vid- they were living in a video game, and when the bad guys die, they don't want bodies around there. Mm-hmm. They wanted to keep it PG thirteen or yeah. whatever rating this movie is. I think it's PG thirteen. Oh, okay. Um, so you said that there's a wolf guy. There isn't a wolf guy. There's a guy who sends out his tattoos, and he sends out a wolf and a ninja. 
Oh wait, he sent out another person. That's where yes. the other guy came from. Yes, that was only in one scene? yes, it oh, is. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> the ramifications for that is crazy. <laughs> so, so now I want to know more about these tattoos. Like, are are these magic tattoos? Like, it, it, there's a, he can only get a specific tattoo of this thing, like this animal, this person, or did he just kind of like choose some things? Or like, oh, this will be useful. This will be useful. Another person would be useful, and like he just had someone tattoo onto him, and then he like did some spell. Like, um, what, what, what's the process for this? What, yeah. what are the rules? Maybe, maybe it's a natural power, and he just got a tattoo one time, and it came out alive and attacked someone, like a friend or something, and it was just a terrifying experience for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like, "Well, maybe if it works with one tattoo, it'll work with another." And he yep. just kept going. Oh, yeah. okay. I want him to like if he. Yes, he does survive, but, I mean, at least this scene. I wanted to have, like, a tattoo of, like, guns on his wrist and just summon guns and start shooting you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For for a guy who controls, like, all of his, ta- his tattoos in that way, he is surprisingly less tattooed than I would have expected. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you gotta have your options open. Maybe we need this certain key that we don't have. Tattoo it on Larry, and then you'll just have the key. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ugh. Tattoo um, removal is a thing, too. So, you know, we can kind of go back and forth. I know it's a process, but, you know, it's better yeah. than nothing. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the Hand have money. They have at least as much money as they did under Sigourney Weaver and Defenders. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so these two, the wolf, Tattoo Wolf and Tattoo Ninja Guy get defeated by Abby's magic bracelet. For reasons. I know they're like war bracelets, but I don't understand it. I thought she had a power. She is the treasure? Yeah, they they go on and say that, but they kind of make it sound like the treasure is just someone who's gifted. Like like naturally good at combat, I guess, is kind of how Stick had described it. I I wasn't sure at all. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not sure either. There was a on HBO right now. There is the director's cut, which I looked up, is seven minutes longer. So, <laughs> not going to subject myself to that. <laughs> um, yeah, the, and then um, Typhoid, who sh- is like supposed to be Typhoid Mary, but just has very different powers, uh, kisses dra- uh, Electra dramatically and knocks her out for for like ten minutes, <laughs> and then Stick shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the end. Stick, stick. Um, played by Zod and Chancellor Valorum, um, Terran Stamp. Um, all his good ninjas wear white, which you know, great for shorthand telling me who the good guys and who the bad guys are. Terrible if you're actually ninjaing, and you want to be incognito. I don't know. Like, they were obviously there and setting up for a while, and no one ever saw them. So. Apparently, it works really well in broad daylight in the forest. Well, I don't know how... Well, there are three... I mean, Kirigi, the air guy, doesn't get in this battle at all. Tattoo guy is far away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Stone is under a tree. Mm-hmm. And ta- Typhoid is busy walking in slow motion towards Electra. I think they're all distracted. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess that's true. When even if like, even if they made a big sound ninja wise, it would take her like thirty five seconds to look up in slow motion, so they wouldn't see her before it was too late anyway. <laughs> that's true. They do kind of have that tunnel vision there for combat, so so you're right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, since I stole one of yours, uh, go ahead and see if you steal one of mine. All right. Um, you kind of already moved into it a little bit. Oh. So uh, my whole thing, other thing to bring in, is just Stick as a character in this movie. Uh, so he, he's only around for a little bit, um, just a few scenes. Mm-hmm. When we first see him, he's playing pool, because why not? With a what? With a pool... Stick? Q. Q. Yeah. Pull Q. 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 No, oh, okay. pull stick. Yes. Both uh, of those I are wanted accurate. To, I want to say Q. It's like, no, isn't that the ball? Isn't that the white ball that you have? No. No. Uh, no it's not. Uh, well, it's that's called the Q ball. But the pull Q is the actual stick. The Q uh, ball okay. is what you hit with the Q. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Okay. So um, he's just there and he's like, nah, I'm not going to help. Which I guess is fine because later at the end of this movie we we learn that everything he did in this movie is a test for Electra, so that mm-hmm. way she learns more. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Including um, possibly assassinating this man and her this very important child. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's right because he was the one who hired Electra. <laughs> yes. So, yes, he so is. So he knew. He he he. So he knew that. The hand was after the child. Mm-hmm. Who I I, don't, I didn't write down any of the names of the characters, so I already forgot Abby. her name. Abby. There we go. Um, so, so then he sends Electra. Fingers crossed, she's not going to kill her. I guess. <laughs> All right. Um, which leads leads me to my next point about Stick. Um, this is not the murder loving Stick that we see in the Daredevil no. TV show. Um, very disappointed in that exactly well i mean also the second time that we see him when he shows up to kind of save uh everyone electra abby and abby's dad Mm -hmm. um he shows up with like 50 ninja or whatever and they easily could have killed a lot of the evil bad guy people that were there in the area um and they they just don't yeah yeah, just just leave him. Go shoe, I guess. Like, uh, all right. He, he I, I'm pretty sure he, if he wanted to kill Evil Samurai Jack in that moment, he could have. Uh, I bet they probably got Stone's body back just to bring him back to life, so there are fewer people dead, and more people to terrorize Electra later in a sequel that will never happen. Oh yeah, that would make sense. You just <laughs> left them to to get more. Oh god, this is this is like another one of those like heroes who's like, no, I will never kill. Uh, but that that bad guy right there just killed like a hundred people, mm-hmm. and we know it's gonna happen again. You gotta you gotta do something effective here. <sighs> but no, Arkham Asylum will keep him in this time. I know they didn't the first eighty three times, but this time I really believe it. <sighs> <sighs> All right. <laughs> uh, did I tell you that was one of the big reasons why I stopped watching Arrow? Like that reason alone. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I spent this weekend uh, not watching Arrow per se, but watching Supergirl and the Flash in a vain attempt to catch up before Crisis on fin- Infinite Earths. Didn't uh-huh. happen. Oh yeah, I'm I'm still very far behind. <laughs> <laughs> I I considered watching a few things here and there. Decided nah, 
I'll, I'll just watch them all later in one go. I uh, didn't know it started airing yesterday, so yeah. it's a little late for me. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll get there. I'm I'm not even up to um to Elseworlds. <laughs> yeah, I'm that far behind. There was no way I was like mathematically, it was impossible for me to catch up over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Elseworlds was a year ago, right? Yes. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. I, I remember. Hmm? Since I'm watching everything, including Legends of Tomorrow. Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and now Batwoman, which I haven't even watched yet. Okay. Um, yeah, it's literally impossible for me to have caught up in time. But there's going to be like a three-week break where I don't work for two of those weeks in between of it. So, hey. <laughs> well, there you go. Now you've got something to do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Um, and that was kind of my, my whole thing, just how Stick was and how different he is, I guess, from... Mm-hmm. Uh, what we see although the one thing i'd really wanted to point out is you know that they they're always gonna whenever they have a stick character right and and we kind of see this with any kind of character that we see at at uh, adapted from something right like you know daredevil is going to be a little different Electra's is going to be a little different stick will be a little different but they'll always have the same types of qualities and in this one stick is always the um old leader guy who can definitely kick the actual hero's ass and mm-hmm. we don't fully understand why he's not just the one doing everything no mm-hmm. wait oh never mind i actually had to think whether or not stick was blind in this which he is <laughs> they mention it once and don't really bring it up ever again and it's not obvious that he's blind <laughs> uh i thought it was a little blind i thought the i thought like the way he looked how he always looked like away was the mm-hmm. the blind kind of thing Okay. I mean, I'm used to uh, Matthew Cox and even Ben Affleck, much better blind actors than Terrence Stamp. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. Yeah. So we'll move on to uh, my next one. All right. But, Tony, I think yes. um, we should take a really quick break um, okay. just to, to read an ad from our sponsor. Uh, I know. I'm sorry, everyone. It's a, it's a Christmas episode. It should be all happy, holly jolly. Uh, but we, we just, you know, a lot of people want to actually advertise with us. And so... Uh, we just we figured, hey, why not? We'll just throw this one in. Um, but hey, we think it's a product that you'll actually like. So, um, Tony, do you remember when you were a kid and you wanted to be a ninja? Of course. Mostly Ninja Turtle, but yes. Exactly. Everyone wanted to be a ninja at one point in time. But the training process is so brutal. I mean, you have to take a 12-hour flight to Japan, walk up a mountain, try to join a clan, and then suddenly realize you don't even speak Japanese. And that's just to get started. So this is why today we are proud to partner with our 2019 Christmas partner, Camp Stick. At Camp Stick, you'll train to be a treasure, asterisk. <laughs> uh, beating people with a staff? Yep. Beautiful mountain sites? Obviously. Psychological tests? That too, for some odd reason. Use promo code MCU Rewind today to get a free pack of Tide Pods. You'll need them to keep your uniform super white, the only color that helps you blend in at night and in the forest. Note, only the once-in-a-generation treasure will learn anything useful. Everyone else is just fodder. There. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, specifically Tide Pods. Anyway. <laughs> um, I'll go for my... I don't know, number one or number three, or just chronological order, because that's the way I did these things, apparently. Um, <laughs> the the It's not the entire final battle. 
it's more the all the fighting that goes on inside the house of i guess nachio's manor is that's her last name right nachio yeah yeah nachio's yep um first of all she's really lucky when she's turning on the gas in the kitchen that all the bad guys who are going to attack try to go through the same window and she explodes them out <laughs> she is but she can see the future so she had like a 30 second heads up it's true and that's really all she needed mm-hmm. she also amazing that she didn't explode either because she was holding the candle exactly <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. that's part of the seeing the future she knows <laughs> no. where to go i don't i don't i still don't fully understand her future sight because she 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 saw where they were coming and so then she reacted in her way but i guess she didn't get the answer of what she needed to do okay yeah never mind she's just okay have you ever seen the movie next starring nick cage i have not no um it's early 2000s nick cage so you know not the best movie Mm -hmm. um where Nick Cage can see the future, like 30 seconds or a minute, I don't know what the time, but like a short amount into the future. And then he does whatever reaction to either make stuff happen that he wants or not. He like, he's a con artist, right? Oh, okay. But then the FBI or CIA or some organization finds out he has his power, and they hire him to stop a terrorist from it, um, nuking the world or the city or whatever. Okay. Anyway, they go through this whole action movie where he uses his powers, uses his powers, and then the bad guy wins. The whole the city's nuked, <laughs> and then it goes back. He was dreaming instead of one minute or two minutes in the future. He was like dreaming weeks into the future what would happen if he didn't go along with the CIA. So the movie ends with him cooperating with the CIA. The end. Oh, that's a horrible ending. It is. It is. In fact, I remember the ending more than anything else. Just like Planet of the Apes, the Tim Burton one. You remember uh, Lincoln, Ape Lincoln more than anything else. Yes, I'm spoiling (laughs) a bunch of movies that no one liked. (laughs) It's all right, Tony. I have no interest in watching any of these. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel like if we actually saw her see the future... That would be a lot more effective, like they did in Next, which is probably the only good part of that movie, is you see the different possibilities and then like rewinds and shows him doing what he thinks would be okay. better. So the movie was mostly there for effect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or did you ever see the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies? Yes. Where, if I remember correctly, I only saw the second one once. Then Moriarty and Holmes fight each other, like, imagine what would happen if they fought each other, so they decided not to fight each other? So, if I remember correctly, and like you, I'm pretty sure I've only seen it the one time, um, yeah, that was their their final fight, was, like, I think they sort of kind of did that, and, like, they both kind of countered each other, mm-hmm. and then I think Robert Downey Jr., or Holmes, realized he, he can't really win, so he just grabbed Moriarty, and they both jumped down this giant hole. I think that was like the the one thing Moriarty wouldn't have thought of. Yes, which the giant hole is Reichenbach Falls, which is actually from a Sherlock Holmes story. So I remember I remember hearing that. Um, yeah. They're making another Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr., right? This is something someone told yes. me like a week ago. 
Yes. I don't know how far along it is because there's that terrible looking Dr. Doolittle movie coming out. Okay, but... I'm not the only one who thinks that one looks bad. Okay. No, no, you're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, back to Electra, this masterpiece. Uh-huh. Um, oh, re- sorry, really quickly. Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes uh, is December of 2021 because I just okay. wanted to pull that up. Okay. Yeah. I don't hate those movies. I do enjoy Benedict Cumberbatch's home more. Mm-hmm. Which didn't realize until maybe before Endgame came out, rewatching Infinity War, that's just Sherlock Holmes and Sherlock Holmes arguing with each other. That whole spaceship ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's how they like met each other, right? They're like Doctor, Doctor. <laughs> yes, they're both played Doctor Holmes. Yeah, I don't know. Sherlock Holmes isn't the Doctor. Oh, he's not. Oh, no. Well, oh, then never it. mind. Uh, Anyway, um, uh-huh. yeah, back to the battle. Um, Kirigi, I I guess he has air powers. I kind of retroactively put the in the other ones because he um, controls sheets. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think he like blows people away, like literally later too. That that does kind of explain a few things there. Um. And also, just since we're here talking about his powers, does he also have the power to make people remember things? Because there was that point where he like pointed at Electra and said, you will remember now. And then she remembered that he's the one who killed her mom. I mean, A, that is possibly one of his powers. B, he read the script and know, well, this is the moment while he, well, she remembers in the script. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't actually a line the character had. The yeah. actor just wanted to say it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jennifer Garner went line, and he just put, you will remember now. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Oh, um, I say, uh, here's my note. Maybe wind powers, because I said he has uh, fleeing sheep powers. And then I wrote, maybe wind powers, because he uses a super wind kick against Electra and Abby. Um, I did look, I always look up the cast, like when I looked up Jason Isaacs and stuff to see if I know anybody. Apparently, some of the sheets in this movie, because this guy is um credited as Final Battle Sheet, is, and I had to see who this guy was, he played, also played the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man in Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know... So- so so hold on. All right, all right. There is a person who gets the actual credits for playing the sheets in this movie. <laughs> yes. And that other guy earlier who you said was not credited with this movie, did just he he got a full scene, a bunch of lines. Mm-hmm. He gets no credit for being in this. No. That's why I think he opted not to get <laughs> put his name on this movie. <laughs> Uh, which would make sense because I'm I'm pretty sure like it's however that works in Hollywood. I know there's like um, the the Screen Actors Guild has a bunch of rules and union mm-hmm. stuff, so like everyone has to get credit. So I guess that would make sense. He just chose to not get the credit. Yeah, I mean, I well, me as Tony, teacher, superhero fan. If I were in this movie, yeah, I would tell people that's that's kind of cool. Tony fictionalized version being a famous actor, I would not take credit for this movie. 
<laughs> but now I'm assuming that that means that you don't get the royalty check, or maybe you do. I have no idea how that works. It's maybe all he still con- does. It's all that contract. I'm not sure everyone automatically gets a royalty check if you're in the movie. Oh, okay. I just I, assumed, I, like, I think that's it, all about contracts. Okay. I had always assumed if you had like a speaking role at least, then you get something, but I have no idea. I, I'm not I'm not sure. Okay. Well, any think... famous actors or actresses out there, um, yeah. if you want to just let us know on Twitter, we're, we're really curious. Only, only famous ones. I don't want to hear James Corden calling us up or nothing. I only want good act, quality actors. <laughs> exactly. We, we need to get the, the, the full history here, right? Yeah. Like not someone who's just adjacent to this yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah. Experience uh, really is what we're looking for. True. True. Um, any of the actors uh, from the original Clerks? Nope, not famous enough. Nope. <laughs> Maybe Kevin Smith. Jason Mewes? Eh. The hey. rest of y'all? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, there's more to the final battle, but not enough to talk about, at least for me. <laughs> so, yeah. what is your last... I like to call them remarkable moments, because we're going to remark on them. Ah, ah, okay. That's a that's a good phrase. We we gotta make sure we use that next time. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. You you kind of took one of mine in the middle, so now I have to go with one of my uh, backups here, and I'm gonna go with because you kind of already talked about that opening scene. Um, this whole death of a close friend thing that happened again. Um, her agent died, like protecting her and uh, Abby and the dad, yes. and. We never hear about him again. She never cares at all about this guy again. Like she never is like, oh, you know what? We I gotta get his body and give him a funeral. Like she never even mentions anything. She or, just completely goes on. Hmm? Or bring him back to life. Or that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, I have no idea how long it takes for her to be able to do that. But you know, maybe it's been two days, one day. Oh God, I don't know. I mean, in Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you have like a week, depending on what spell you use. All right, that's probably the same rules. All right, I'll yeah. take it a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I meant to look this up, but I just assumed that you and I wouldn't have enough same ones, so I didn't think I'd get to this one. But hmm. um, the same thing happened in Ghost Rider when his friend, maybe oh. kind of acquaintance guy, died. His like and... agent guy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, like the only guy who he, the only person who he invited up to his place on a regular basis, other yeah. than um, I already forgot the actress's name, Carmen Electra. Uh, no, no, um, Sam, uh, something Mendez. Oh yes, um, I almost called uh, her I, Sam Mendez, but Sam yeah. Mendez is a director and a man. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. her. Um, Roxanne. Her name's Roxanne in the movie. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ghost Rider's friend dies, is mm-hmm. killed, very brutally murdered. Um, and we never get any, like, caring on that. Like, any, oh, hey, this is a thing that'll help drive the main character, at least, you know, as a as an emotional thing. No, just, just nothing. Just dead for no reason. Um, uh, especially in this movie, also dead for no reason, because the agent like literally was was no stopping these these guys. Yeah. Um, so so he was just dead because because that's it. Um, 
Uh-huh. No, I had a thought, but I'll let you finish. Oh, okay. So the other thing I was going to say is, um, I remember you mentioning that the director who did this movie also did Daredevil and Ghost Rider? Uh, no, this is actually a different director. Ah, Ghost right, Rider well, and Daredevil okay. were the same directors, but uh, not this one. Alright, what about the writers? Do you know if they were the same? <laughs> I do not, but I can okay. look it up. Alright, and while you look that up, I'm going to bring up the reasoning, because I'm wondering if the writers are the same, maybe it's just this one person who is really bad at friendships and <laughs> uh, just needs to get a better friend i guess i don't i don't really know um either way this is a theme that i'm seeing in this um pre-mcu set of marvel movies that we've got here that are all as far as i can tell within the same universe all right i'm, I'm going to tell you this okay um zach penn wrote this movie uh okay. zach penn did not write um daredevil he did though write x2 X-Men United. Uh-huh. Um, Fantastic... Oh, no, I'm sorry. He wrote the video game Fantastic Four. Oh. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote X-Men The Last Stand. He wrote The Incredible Hulk and The Avengers. Wait, which The Avengers? Um, Marvel's 2012 The Avengers. He has a story credit. He wrote the original script, and then um, uh, Wheaton uh, rewrote it. Oh, wow. So... So he just went from from crap all the way up to the Avengers, man. Yeah. Well, it's like Come okay, so so he goes. I mean, he does. He's done other things too. Mm, um, yeah, but yeah. he goes X two, good movie. Electra, mm. bad. Uh, or like probably the rock bottom. X Men uh, Last Stand, still pretty bad, but not <laughs> worse than Electra. Oh, I was incredible. I, okay. I, I was gonna say X three was worse, but okay. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. I disagree. Okay. Maybe we'll cover that movie in the future. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible Uh, Hulk, much better, still not the best of the MCU. And then the Avengers, which is like, you know, one of our favorites. Oh, yeah. Top tier. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ready Player One, which has the divisive um, people are divided on that movie. I like it, but I understand why other people don't. I'm told, for the most part, people didn't like it because they expected the book. Is that it? it? Or was there other things? Yeah, I mean, I do enjoy the book more. I like... Steven Spielberg does this thing when he adapts movies. He doesn't give a crap about the mo- the book. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> hey, here's the idea, and I'll make it my own version. It's a, I think it's a really good movie. It's not the book, though. Okay. So if you, I, I think if you watch it before you... I don't know if you read the book. I did not. Yeah, you should watch it before you read the book. You probably won't read the book anyway. I know you're not a big fiction reader. Yeah, I, I've already seen it. I saw it on a plane oh. a while ago. Oh. And like I remember, for the most part, thinking, oh, yeah, this is an entertaining enough movie. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you divide, like, um, you know, I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. Um, <laughs> the book is very different. <laughs> They're both good. They're just different stories with dinosaurs. Yeah, I remember trying to read The Lost World um, yeah. in, like, middle school. I got like three chapters in and I was done. I was like, all right, this is super different. I don't yeah. need to read this. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the movie. I wanted to take that test at the end, you know, in middle <laughs> school where like, yeah, so that I way you prove that you read the book. And uh, that did not go well for me at all. 
I also, I tell my students this when we talk about book reports and stuff. I also tell them that, I think this was you, you watched Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and you did a report on that because you had to read it because it was subtitled. <laughs> was that you? I don't remember this, but I would believe that it was me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's been established we have both crappy memories, but for some reason I have a slightly better one. Ah, <laughs> uh, works for me. Yeah. Anyway, have we done your number one yet? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we did. I, I had to okay. go with that death of a close friend thing. Oh, yes. Just kind of reach at the bottom for my, um, my, uh, I forgot what you call it. Remarkables? My, yeah, yeah, our remarkable yeah. moments. There's one more, yeah. like, honorary remarkable moment, which is literally, like, three seconds. So it wasn't worth the whole thing. Uh -huh. Um, after Christmas dinner, where they randomly invite a hot girl to Christmas dinner for reasons, uh -huh. um, they get attacked by ninjas. And they get one of the ninjas, like, stuck to the wall or something like that with her sigh. So he yeah. snaps his own neck by turning it backwards. I don't I don't think that's physically possible. So I was, thinking, I was thinking about that also. Like, my assumption is you have to train to be able to do that. But how do you train to do it right? Because once <laughs> you do, do it right the first time, you're not doing it again. It's like that age-old thing is that, um, how do Native Americans do practice rain dance? If it rains, they don't have to actually do the rain dance. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. There you go. Same same thing, I guess? Exactly the same thing. A hundred percent. Okay, no. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Um, and then I guess I'll have uh, another just kind of last-minute one. Mm -hmm. um, so the opening scene, the, the guy who Electra was killing um, or going after to assassinate. Yeah. Um, he, he kept talking about like, oh, she's been hunting him across like three different continents and all this stuff. And he, he decided not to tell the bodyguards who was actually after him because he was scared that they wouldn't even take the job. Mm -hmm. at, at that point, this, this guy's given up. He knows he's dead, right? Why even hire the bodyguards at that point? Just like, cause he wanted an extra 30 seconds. Um, I don't fully understand his line of reasoning there. I mean, not that he would have escaped because he wouldn't have, but he could have used that time to try to run away. <laughs> I guess, which is what happened the previous two times. Maybe he thought he would get... No, because he didn't even try this time. He was yeah. just sitting there. Yeah, letting these people he hired die. I guess well, it's okay that Electra killed him because he was mean. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, also probably very cheap, right? Like, he was like, yeah, I'm going to pay them. Uh, now I don't have to pay them. Ha -ha. Yeah, but also, he's dead, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Um, so I think before we wrap this up, it would be totally unfair to rank this movie compared to Marvel movies, MCU movies. But mm -hmm. compared to uh, Daredevil and Ghost Rider, where would you put this movie? Uh, uh, hmm. So that's a good question. Um, we didn't do this last time, so right. I don't know how I would even rate Daredevil and Ghost Rider in a comparative way. How about let's let's rank those three movies? <laughs> okay, all right, that sounds good to me. Um, I'm thinking Ghost Rider at number one of these mm -hmm. three. How about you, Tony? I, from pure entertainment value, I agree. All right, and that's pretty much where I was going with that. Yeah. Um, from the next thing, I don't know if I would put Electra or Daredevil next. Um, just kind of thinking about it, a little bit back and forth. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I thought some of the action was a little bit better here in Electra. I feel like I made fun of this movie less yeah. than I did of Daredevil. But at the same time, I was definitely less bored watching Daredevil than Electra. Yeah. See, I'm going to say Daredevil's above this movie um, for the same reasons. We got more joy out of watching and discussing Daredevil than we did this movie. That is um, very true. Also, um, uh, the handicapped abuse in Daredevil. Hilarious. You know, remember <laughs> when he switched honey for mustard? That's, That's mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, when Elektra fought a blind man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Knowing, knowing full well he was blind. <laughs> oh. That's true. Um, there was a lot more campy stuff in Daredevil oh, too. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> and I will take camp over boredom ten times out of ten. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. That works for me. Cool. So right now we're ranking these Ghost Rider, Daredevil, Electra in that order. Yes. All we'll, right. We'll, we'll probably we'll see if we remember this in the year when we talk about our next Christmas movie or whatever holiday we do between then. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Uh, all, all right. right. Um, do you have anything else before we uh, close this out? No, I'm, I can close it out too. All right. All right. Uh, join us next time, which will be on New Year's Eve, Eve, December 30th, for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, or season three, episode 14, Watchdog. And please remember to, I'll be a YouTube guy, please remember to like, subscribe, and ring that little bell that doesn't exist on podcasts. Um, and join us at MCU underscore Rerun on Twitter. And as always, McClunky. Wait, no. Damn it. <laughs> and uh, I'm doing it without looking at the script. Um, this was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Elektra. Have a marvelous day. Yeah.